Good morning. It is awesome to see each of you this morning. It's a beautiful morning. I think the temperature's about perfect. I don't know about you all. This is a pleasant, pleasant morning. Uh, this morning we are going to continue our journey. The last few Sundays we've been talking about some ships. We've talked about the building, all these relating to the building of the relationship of Jesus, who we all strive to be more like every day. I saved the best for last. Talked about fellowship and leadership the last couple of weeks. Uh, We're going to talk about stewardship today. We're going to talk about stewardship and what it really means to be a good steward. Sometimes we get confused when we talk about stewardship and um, we get defensive because we think that somebody's wanting our money. Being a steward's a lot more than your money. God does require some things from you, but he's not broke. And this morning, again, I want to talk about the many blessings that he has given us. And in turn, how we should be honoring him. I'm going to start by reading scripture. I'm going to read 1 Peter 4, 10, 11. I'll refer to several, several scriptures as we go through the lesson. Like good stewards of the manifold grace of God, serve one another with whatever gift each of you has received. Whoever speaks must do so as one speaking the very words of God. Whoever serves must do so with the strength that God supplies, so that God may be glorified in all things through Jesus Christ. To him belong the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, again, we just come to you to to give you thanks, Lord. Thank you for your many blessings. Lord, you give us way more than we deserve, Lord. I just pray as we study this scripture, Lord, that your words flow through me, Lord, that everyone who's here, everyone who may be listening online receives your message. In Jesus' name, amen. Not going to sing this morning. I've already sung. (laughs) Thank you all for... Allow me that honor. Again, we're going to talk about some gifts. And some of you are gifted at singing in and, 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 and many ways. Again, we're going to talk about the gifts of grace, the gifts that come from God. I want to emphasize the true meaning of stewardship as we go. I want to start by giving you the definition, uh, the dictionary definition of stewardship. The dictionary defines stewardship as the conducting, supervising, or managing of something, especially the careful and responsible management of something entrusted to one's care. In other words, a steward takes care of something that belongs to someone else. The Lord has blessed us with so many gifts. He's more than generous with all of us. And too often we think of stewardship as God wanting our money or wanting our stuff. In reality, again, God ain't broke. And we only possess what he's already blessed us with. 
We need to be good stewards in order to grow our relationship with Jesus. And we need to bless others by using the resources that he's blessed us with. You see, stewardship is very, very important as we continue on this journey. It's one of the most important ships that I've talked about. One of the most misunderstood ships that I've talked about. You see, God loves you. God loves you so much that he enjoys giving you gifts. God loves you. God has blessed you. And he's blessed you with many gifts of grace. You see, they're gifts because we don't deserve them. We can't earn them. Paul writes about it in Romans 12. 12, Romans 12, 6, he says, We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith. 12, 7 goes on to say, Ministry is ministering. The teacher is teaching. Romans 12, 8 says, The exhorter in exhortation. The giver in generosity. The leader in diligence. The compassionate in cheerfulness. Our gifts that we're blessed with, we need to share. You see, to the Corinthians, he gave another list of gifts of the Spirit that he told them we're supposed to profit the whole church. You see, God's gift goes beyond us. God's gift goes beyond the borders of our lives. God's gifts go beyond the borders of this church. God's gifts go on beyond the borders of this community. See, God loves you, and he gives you gifts in order that you may share those gifts and use them to benefit others. So as you receive gifts from God, you're supposed to use these gifts to minister to others. This is what Peter refers to in 1 Peter 4 as being a good steward, the manifold of God. The manifold grace of God. A steward was one who was responsible to oversee the goods of another. A steward's entrusted with things that don't belong to him. He manages things that belong to someone else. He cares for someone's property. He's a servant. A steward is a servant. And he should always have his master's interest at heart. See, Jesus gave us parables that relate to stewardship. Luke 16, he spoke of the unjust steward that wasted his master's goods. And Luke 12, when he asked to explain a parable about being ready for the master's return, he explained it. Or Peter asked him, who then is faithful and prudent manager whom his master will put in charge of his slaves to give them their allowance of food at the proper time? In this parable, God the Father is the master. He provides with us what we need. He provides for us more than we need. And blessed is the servant whom master will find at work when he arrives. When God arrives, he should see us at work. He should see us using what he's blessed us with. You see, Jesus teaches us through the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, verses 16 through 30. The scripture says, 
For it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to the other two, and to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off once and made it, and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed, me over, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy servant. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with the two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy servant. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master said, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew, did you, that I reap where I do not sow and gather where I do not scatter? Then you ought to have invested the money in the, with bankers, and on my return I would have received that was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For all those who have more will, have, will, will be given more, and th they will have an abundance. But those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. As for the trustworthy servant, throw him into... For, excuse me, for the worthless servant, throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You see, a good, a good steward, a good steward takes care of things that he's been entrusted with. A good steward takes care of someone else's property like it was their own. You see, the Lord's blessed us with so many things. And that's what Peter's basically telling us in this, in, in chapter 4, is that your gifts are not really your gifts. Your gifts belong to God. We're called to use our gifts for His glory, not for our own. Paul tells us the most important thing that a servant can do is to be found faithful. 1 Peter 4.11 says, Whoever speaks must do so as one speaking the very words of God. So if you're called to speak, speak like you're speaking the words of God. They're coming straight from God. And you're delivering to the people. If a man, if a person enters the ministry, let him do it with the ability that God gives. You see, we're all ministers. According to the grace given to us, there are many ministry, 
ministers in the body of God. My particular ministry from a pulpit ministry, everybody's not called to do, but we're all called to minister to others. We're all called to use the gifts that God's blessed us with to help others. I believe that every one of us has been called to minister in some capacity. I believe that every child of God should say, I'm a minister of Jesus Christ. The word minister actually means servant. If we're truly trying to be more like Jesus every day, we need to be a servant. A servant's one who ministers to others. We've all been called to serve. You see, the Lord's gifted us in many different ways, though. Some of us are gifted musicians. Others are gifted in art. Some may be able to write. Some may be great athletes. How's God gifted you? What gifts has he given you? you see, it's important to discover our gifts. If we're going to be who Jesus wants us to be, if we're going to be more like him every day, we have to know what gifts we've been blessed with. And then we need to use them for his glory. Whatever talent or gift God's given you, its highest value is when you're sharing it with somebody else. Again, we're not called to give or take our gifts and use them for our glory. Anything that's good that comes from us is from God. So if we're using those gifts, we need to be giving God the credit, the glory. See, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4, 7, For, for who sees anything different in you? Who do you have that you did not receive? Or what do you have that you did not receive? And if, it, if you received it, why do you boast as if it were not a gift? In other words, things have been given to us. Christ has blessed us. We can't boast in it at all. The only thing we can truly boast in is that Jesus Christ is our Savior. He's blessed us with so many things. You see, the purpose of our gifts is that God may be glorified in all things by Jesus Christ. See, stewardship's a lot more than money. Stewardship's about a lot more important things than money. Stewardship's about our time. And yeah, we're called to give a portion of our money for his ministry. We're called to spend time telling people about the grace of Jesus Christ. Galatians 6.14 says, May I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, which the world has been crucified to me, and I am to the world. You see, we've got to fully submit everything we have to following Jesus Christ. If we truly will be more like him every day, everything that we possess, all of our talents, need to be used for his glory. See, God's blessed us with an abundance, way more than we deserve. I want to quote a great theologian and mentor and wonderful friend, Reverend John Clark. John tells me that you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. One simple sentence. If you truly love the Lord, you're going to share with others. 
You're going to share in his ministry. Are you using your God-given gifts for the glory of God? Are you using your gifts to bless others? I'm so glad to be on this journey with each one of you. Again, it's been a few weeks, and I've talked about several ships. And the beauty of it is that if we want to be more like Christ every day, this journey lasts an eternity. We've got to put these things into practice every day in our life. One way we can see if we are using our gifts, our gifts of grace, is by looking at Wesleyan's means of grace. I've read this several times as we've gone through this, these lessons, but I think it just underlines what we should be doing as in Christians and how we can really examine ourselves to see how we're doing. We need some self-assessment. Again, I'm not where I need to be spiritually right now. For me to be who God's called me to be, I have to practice these every day. You see, I have to practice these individual works of piety. I need to be reading, meditating, and studying the scriptures. I need to be praying, fasting, regularly attending worship. I need to be living healthy. And I need to share my faith with others. As a church, we need to regularly share the sacraments. We need to worship together. We need to conference together. And we need Bible study. We also need to be doing works of mercy. In my personal life, I need to be doing good works. If I want to be more like Jesus Christ, I need to be doing more. I need to be doing good works. I need to be visiting the sick. I need to be visiting those who are in prison and afflicted. I need to be feeding the hungry. And I need to be giving generously to the needs of others. As a church, we need to be seeking justice, ending oppression. When I look at these means of grace as I studied this lesson, I realized that what John Wesley's talking about here is stewardship. These means of grace are the gifts of grace that Jesus has blessed us with. And to be more like him, we need to be practicing them every day. We need to be making disciples. We need to be growing our congregation. We need to be transforming the world. You see, all that's a part of our spiritual journey that we're on. Every bit of it. You see, spiritual goals are accomplished by connecting the means of grace with what we do every day as individuals, what we do every day as a church. Are we committed to using our gifts? Again, I'm so glad you're here this morning. I'm blessed to be your pastor. And I'm Really glad we're all on this journey together. But if you're here today and you haven't begun your journey, 
Today's a great day to get on board. You see, eternity is a long time. Eternity is a long time. If you're on this journey, maybe we've hit some rough seas. And you need to feel that peace of God again. I pray that this morning you receive that peace. Remember, I love you. God loves us more than we can even imagine. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you do in our lives. Thank you for your many blessings. Lord, thank you for blessing us with way more than we need. Lord, as we continue this journey, Lord, I pray that we all set our eyes on you. And we live every day to be more like you. Lord, I pray that we share those things that you've blessed us with. Those things that you've freely given us, Lord, that we don't earn them, we don't deserve them. Lord, I pray, pray that we use them to glorify you and to help others. In Jesus' name, amen.